Hi, and welcome to the Your Good News podcast with me, Catherine Getty. It's easy to believe the news around us that the world is dark and the future is the same. But what if we chose something different? What if we chose to find the good news in each day? This podcast is a collection of interviews with friends, mentors, colleagues on their good news. From business to health to politics and everything in between, it's my hope that you leave with a boost and find your good news. Hi, and welcome back to another episode of the Your Good News podcast. Today's episode was such a joy to record. I am joined by the incredible Rachel Epperson, a fitness trainer and nutrition coach by training. She and I delve into how health is a long journey and shouldn't be viewed in quick fix increments. We talk about the importance of small steps and consistency. Without further ado, my interview with Rachel. Welcome, welcome back to another episode of the Your Good News podcast. As I shared in the intro today, I am joined by Rachel Epperson, and I am so thrilled to have her and for her to share her good news. So let's get started. I begin by asking every guest, Rachel, what's your good news? Yay. I love it. Um, I I guess it's my good news, but I'm currently going home to the Maryland Bethesda DC area for the next three weeks to go see family, which we haven't seen in forever, bringing our two little ones. And I'm very excited about that. It's just it's, like good to be home, have a rest. <laughs> it's it's like funny, like after the last couple of years, we're also joined by Tommy, Rachel's adorable, yeah. adorable, adorable nugget. Tommy, I know your good news is also going to Maryland. I think it's <laughs> over the last couple of years, we just haven't, I talked about this before. It's like, we haven't been able to gather together and especially with things going on now, it's like, you don't know what's going to happen next. So appreciating it, even during the tough travel days or <laughs> the sprint to get packed. We definitely, last year we didn't get to travel home because I was, I was actually pregnant with Tommy because he came in February. So I wasn't even allowed to travel. And then with COVID, we were scared. So it's actually great that we get to go home for Christmas. We're very excited and they, they're pretty good at traveling. So hopefully we'll make it out alive. <laughs> I, I have faith you do. I think everyone's sending good vibes. This will obviously come out after the holidays. So maybe we report back um, when we post how it went. So, you know, I was able to share your background, but Rachel, what I think and I, we said this kind of before we got started, what struck me the most is the way you talk about a sustainable approach to health and fitness. I think in a world that is about the quick fixes or the drastic changes, thinking about something and then a sustainable approach and how feeling good in your body from the inside out is so important. So on your Instagram, which I will share in the show notes at Rachel Marie, you share a lot about your mindset for the movement practice for your health journey. Where did this, this uh, mindset begin for you? It was definitely, it's been a long process, <laughs> a long road. Um, I, I feel like I definitely started more in the quick fix realm, right? I, in high school, like yeah. tried the South Beach diet or like tried this or tried that. Um, and I kind of went to college, had no idea what I was doing in the sense of health and fitness and just did nothing. Um, felt very lost. And then- I think that's when I decided to just start learning more and trying to find something other than a quick, a quick fix. Right. So I started taking a lot of fitness classes and 
it was more how it made me feel. And I think I kept growing from there. I, I started to love fitness and, you know, making me feel confident. I literally took a soul cycle class and was that person that cried once and was like, what is happening? Why is this happening? But like, also I was like, the way I'm feeling right now is, is a vibe. Like I'm holding on to this. So I just really got into fitness and then I got more into nutrition and I just kept kind of building on that and finding my place in it all. I definitely, I think I've constantly been changing, even with having kids that that changed a lot for me, right? My body changed, my mindset around it changed. Even post my first kid to my second, I'm like, things have still changed. Like they're constantly evolving, but it's awesome that we can be that way and that there's so much out there to learn from. It's it's hard because there's so much, but it's awesome that you can find information and you can try new things. And I think it's all come to just like being comfortable in my own skin and like becoming yeah. more confident myself and like with having kids and wanting to show them how to do that. Like, you know, with having a daughter, I want her to not struggle as much, hopefully with things, you know, like finding that mindset around it. That's like approachable, but something she enjoys. And yeah, I mean, she like pretends out with me. <laughs> I like love I, that. I'm an accountability partner. I have Natalie. <laughs> I tell her I'm going to work out and she'll be like, mom, I thought we're working out. I need to go do it in the gym. And I'm like, okay, I guess okay, I'll do it. I think it's so like, there's so many like little nuggets you shared. It's like, I think the quick fix is what, especially like in the new year, people kind of run to, cause they're like, oh, I've got to like reset or you know, get ready for spring break when I was in college or whatever it may be. But yes. I think that one of the hardest parts for me was it sometimes feels really daunting to try something new. So how did you kind of push past like, okay, I'm going to go try something that I'm probably not going to be good at. And that's where everyone starts. Yeah. How did you kind of push through that? Um, I think it was very well, like in, in fitness in general, it was very, when I moved, I like, I had done a million different jobs, like not at all what I do now. (laughs) And when I moved, I was like, this is my chance. Like if I just kind of take a leap and try it and what's the worst that happens, like I get told no. Okay, great. But I just, it was, I don't know. It was just like a mindset switch for me where I was like, now is the chance to try it. If it doesn't work, it's all good. Like what happens? Nothing. And then it's like with bringing that into like nutrition and things, it's like, instead of doing that quick fix that you know is not sustainable, right? Like if you have a crazy yeah. idea, like no carbs for 90 days, yeah, you're going to take drastic measures, but that 90 days is up. You're eating carbs. <laughs> like it's not, yeah. it's not, so like, I like to look at more of what are small steps? Like what are, what are little things that you're adding to your day? Like, can you, can you drink a glass of water when you wake up? you know, and can you, can you walk a little bit every day? So like, I, I just like, will always make sure I get out and like take some steps. Like if I'm sitting all day, I'm like, all right, I need to take a walk. Like, what can I do? And it's, it's rather than like this massive drastic overhaul. It's like you add little things, they continue to add to your day, improve your mood, improve that day. And then like, you can start to add more little things and it seems not as overwhelming is how I feel. Right. The little things are all good. It's just like those 10 massive things are aggressive at first. <laughs> <laughs> and I hope I hope people hear that because I think that like, I know I used to be like a, I would do a drastic thing and I would like, it would work. And then like, I was like, oh, well, this isn't like 
doesn't feel good. Like I'm like a little shaky or I can't do that workout because like I don't have enough protein or whatever it, whatever it is. And I think it's, it talks to kind of the point you made about evolving, like your journey and, you know, health and fitness and it's a journey. It's not like a destination yeah. For you, do you feel like sometimes changing the mindset around, like it's a journey, like there's going to be good workouts and bad is hard for people? Yeah, I think a, I think it's the good workout, the bad, but it's also some people like get very obsessed with like calories. Maybe like, oh, it's I burned this many calories. And yeah. I, I think I even used to do that. Like I was like, oh my gosh, I was dripping in sweat. And I just like, I died. It was amazing. <laughs> now it's more like, I don't need like, I'd rather go into my garage. Right. And like do a 15 minute workout. Like Tommy wakes up, cries a little bit. Great. I'm done. But like, I got movement in and I think it's, it's, it doesn't need to be all or nothing because that's when we set ourselves up for more like failures. Right. Like I don't have an hour. So I just, I won't even work out at all. Like I'm done. That doesn't, that doesn't help you as much as if you're like, I have that 15 minutes. Great. I'll throw something in, even if it's, you know, so I think that's really where I used to be like, I have to do the craziest thing or like the most time of this workout or like, if I'm not doing it a hundred percent, it doesn't count, but it's like even a little bit of change, right. A little improvement or a little bit that you're adding into your life. It's going to make that big difference after a week, a month, a year, like it all, it continues. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think you and I, both firmly agree that diet culture lay sucks. Like (laughs) (laughs) get me out. (laughs) Like, I just think that, do you have any like tips or kind of things, you know, I think you talked about the drinking a glass of water or, you know, those little shifts to making it, I think so often diet feels like it's like all or nothing to the point of the carbs. Like I heard this like really great saying, and I thought, it was just awesome. I forget where I heard it. Um, this girl was saying, she's like, imagine you have money, right? And like, you go buy yourself like a nice pair of jeans, a nice bag, whatever. You don't buy one thing that's kind of expensive and think like, oh, my savings account is shit. I have to throw it away. Like everything's gone. Like if you look at it, money, like, no, you bought something a little expensive. It's all good. You move on. But it's like with food, that's how we feel. Like you eat a cookie, you eat two cookies. You're like the day's over. Yes. I got to go get a burger and shake because like nothing is going to fix this. Like my life's over. It's like, no, you wouldn't do that in any other scenario. So like, calm it down and like eat what you want, treat yourself if you want it. But like realize it's not the end of the world if you have those three cookies, like go eat your salad for dinner and be good. Go eat your chicken and rice, go eat your pot, whatever it is. Like, it's not going to be the end of it. And I think I personally, like, I still have to focus on that and like yeah. not have a snowball effect. And yes. so I try to focus on like drinking that water in the morning and like taking my moment in the morning before chugging a coffee. Cause otherwise I'm like, when do I even drink water? Basically never. <laughs> like, drink my water, get my coffee. Great. Okay. Now next step, right? Like, and eating foods that I, to me, it's like eating foods you enjoy. Like I love, I love to cook. My husband and I both love to cook and make food, but it's like making things accessible. And whether that means meal prepping or cooking day up, whatever's good for you, like find something that works and that's accessible. And that isn't crazy. Like it doesn't always work for everyone the same, but you have to find what maybe fits in with your situation at the time and, you know, and kind of own it. 
I think you're, I mean, the snowball, I call it my spiral moment. Like I'll just have like a spiral moment and it's, you know, it's like, it's like, okay, well the day's over. Like, you know, it's fine. I'll, There's no coming. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's like also like ingrained, like growing up, like there was just like, it wasn't like we talked about food and like, and I don't say this, I love my parents. They're probably listening. I don't say this as a way against them. I think that like, that wasn't something we talked about. And I think it's yeah. great that we now talk about like mental health. Like, cause I feel like there's a mental health and a mental aspect around it. Eating. Yeah. Yeah. And I've always felt like shame. It's like, why is it easy for some people and not easy for me? And it's even I, like, it's holiday things, right? Like yeah. you get a second plate and someone wants to comment, not your business. Thank you. Yeah. You, you don't eat enough. Someone comments again, not your, like, people have such a, they like are so bold when it comes to people eating, like they want to give you their comments on you. And then you're like, this is the mental part of it where Mm -hmm. I'm like, what is happening? (laughs) Mind your business. (laughs) Yeah. And I, I think it's also like the, it's not even just the people around us. It's the, like, it's like shoved down our throats, like on Instagram or like all these different things. And it's, you know, you have to like, I have to take a moment sometimes and like, remember it's like what works for this person doesn't have to work for me. Like, but I think that's really hard. Mm -hmm. It is crazy. That's, and that's with fitness and nutrition, right? We could literally all eat the same, work out the same, do the exact same things and not two people are going to have the exact same outcome. Right. So yeah, are all different. Like we have different sleep habits and we have stressors and things that are affecting everything in our lives. And, and I think that's kind of part of once I became a mom, it was like, okay, I, I can't be working out and like crushing it in the gym five, seven times a week. Like I need sleep. I am breastfeeding a child. (laughs) Calm down. (laughs) Um, And so I think it helped me be like more balancing of my time and understanding, like, I'm going to do what's best for me and like what I can do to increase my health and like what I can around myself and not yeah. focus and compare yourself to other people. Cause we all have different things happening. Yeah. Well, I think especially, especially how like, this isn't hate on Instagram day, I promise, but it's like, you see people's like curated photos of like, Oh, like I just ran this like marathon. Like you see the medal, but you don't see like all of the things that it took to get to that marathon. And so yeah, I feel like the reason I just connected with like how you talk about, like, it's, you know, a slow journey, it's evolving. You got to try different things. You got to like, see if it fits is because I think so often, like that isn't the message around health. It's like, you have to try this one method. Like this method's the best. I think I've tried, um, every single method under the sun when it comes to (laughs) everything. I'm like food, tried it was vegan for three years. Like I have done, I used to be a psychopath, like loved all fitness workout classes. Like I've done them all, them all still, but it's, yeah, it's, it's finding what works for you. And, and it, it also depends on your goals. Like, do you just want movement? Great. Do what makes you feel good. Yeah. Go do whatever makes you feel good. Do you want to build strength and like build muscle in areas? Great. That's going to be a little different. Like, I think a lot of times it is an Instagram thing. Yeah. Sometimes, but it's Sorry. Like, clear the highway. It's like, no, it's, it really, there's different approaches on really what your goal in fitness is or what your goal in, in anything is, you know, you have to find what you actually want. And then your, your choices you're making are going to be a little different. Yeah. And I think it goes back to your idea of like research. Did you do like just kind of reading a lot of different things or listening to like people talk about it or how did you find more kind of resources? So around? 
With nutrition, I've, I've read so many books. I am like, I just was obsessed with it. Um, like I said, when I was in college, I just, I ate bad. I drank constantly. It was a disgusting, like not healthy at all. I don't know what I, I don't know how I made it out alive, to be honest, but we're here. So that's good. <laughs> but, but I'm like, I I hit that point and I was like, this is not it. Like I need to figure out something else. And so I started reading tons of books and I like went and was like, not to be an aggressive all or nothing mindset, but I kind of did. I went vegan because I was like, I just need like no stimulus. So I stopped coffee and drinking was just like, I need to clean my system in a sense. Like I don't did vegan for like three years. And then I, you know, and I hate to say like, oh, I was vegan. And then I wasn't, but I just, I honestly, one day was like, I want, I want a piece of fish and I wanted it. And I, I'm not going to not let myself, like, I was like, yeah. that's what I want at this time in my life. I'm changing, I'm evolving. And that's what I'm going to do. Um, but yeah, I read so many nutrition books and so many, and I like to read, even if it's a diet fat, I'm like, why is it, what are you doing? Right. What yeah. is fascinating by this? So I'll read things anyways. Um, and then I've read a lot actually surrounding pregnant postpartum, like a lot of those nutrition books as yeah. well. And they're, it's just, it fascinates me to see what people do. And, and I love to take bits and pieces from certain things, you know, because not everything works for you. Not everything's yeah. not going to work. So it's just test it all out. Let it, <laughs> see how it goes. <laughs> well, you've, you've shared, we, and we've shared together today that you have two little ones. I think that for listeners who have, you know, families, like how did it shift for you and how, how can someone support maybe their wife or their partner who just had a kid? So I was very, definitely very lucky. Um, my husband is super supportive in, in the choices I make with like postpartum and pregnancy and like fitness and all those things. So it definitely shifted for me because you have, you have different time constraints, right? Like you have a child you have to take care of. (laughs) Um, (laughs) No, exactly. Like little nuggets around, you got to take care of them. I definitely, with my daughter, I would walk a ton. We had just moved to the city and I walked everywhere, but I'm a very big believer in, in taking your postpartum time. Like, yeah. And I had told my husband ahead of time, like, I was like, I will not be working out. I will not like, I barely moved from the couch bed for like two weeks because healing's important. You know, we go nine months to grow baby and we need to heal. So I am really, I'm really strong, like believer in taking your time postpartum and not rushing it. Um, I hate, hate the bounce back culture and that idea because it, it's just not realistic. You nine months, you literally grew a human. It's Uh insane. Uh So it's taking that time and like being graceful with yourself and understanding, like took nine months to get here. If it takes nine months or more to get back, it's all good. So I'm very small. Sorry. I'm like, I'm a rancher, but I like very slowly like approached it. And like when I started working out, it was smaller time increments. And like when I could squeeze it in with Tommy napping or Natalie napping with the first and Colin came home when we had Natalie, he would come home from work at like 6 PM and I would go take a class, um, on certain nights and it was great. So I would like brush my class, come home and like be home. But he, he was amazing of working his schedule. Cause he was like, I know this is important to you. Cause it's, it's not just physical, it's mental yeah. when you're postpartum, right? Like, especially if you're with your, your newborn or your child all the time, you're like, I need a, a break to like, not think about this and to just have someone tell me what to do. Like, yeah. <laughs> Cause you're the captain so, of the ship. <laughs> exactly. So like, yes, just let me shut off my brain. So 
it was great. He's always been great with it. And then with Tommy, we, we had moved actually, and we, we got a Peloton. Yay. <laughs> so postpartum, I was like, love a home workout. And I used to be, it's actually funny. I hated home workouts. And then I did COVID too. And I'm I like, did too. I'm a home workout gal these days. So again, that's like changing to make what, what works. So I like, he doesn't come home as much. He's busier, but like I'll work out in our garage and yeah. I do like workouts from home now. And I do my Peloton or I'll lift or I'll do things. And it's, I used to bring him out. He'd sit in his little bouncer in the garage and just watch me. And, <laughs> and Natalie like walks around and plays. And then like now he's mobile. So the two of them will play in the garage while I'm working out. Natalie will now demo moves. It's wonderful. <laughs> We're both instructors. It's fine. Like <laughs> Start him young. Start him exactly. young. But it's, I mean, and it's even cool because it's, they're seeing this not as a punishment. It's as a, yeah. a lifestyle thing. Like they're like, oh, we work out. It's, it's a fun a fun thing we do with mom in the garage. So I'm hoping to instill that from them that it's not, I have to work out or like, Oh, I have to work this off. Like, no, you do it if you enjoy it and it feels good for you. And, and I love that. I feel like she, she sees it and it's all the time. Like, Oh, let's go work out. Like, it's a fun thing. I'm like, cool. Love that for you. (laughs) I, I love that. And I appreciate that. And I think also I'd be curious you know, I have some friends who've just recently had babies. Like how can friends be supportive? Because I think a lot of times they're to the idea of the bounce back culture. Like, I don't want to say the wrong thing, but I want to be supportive. Like, are there things that like friends did that were helpful? And like, I think that that's so important that people know how to support one another and speak love to each other. I, th- I mean, first of all, I think the best thing is always like bringing a postpartum mom food, you know, can't yeah. go wrong. <laughs> it's like my favorite thing. Someone has a baby. I'm like, let me bring you bone broth. I love this, but really just, just being there. Like I've, I've made so many more mom friends on Instagram. We were kind of talking like how social media can bring you together. Like I meet these moms on Instagram and I'm just like, Oh my gosh, I love this person. They've just gone through a similar thing and they, you know, it's, it's just awesome to be there. Just even be yeah. like, how are you? You know, how are you feeling? How are you doing? And I think it's, that is so important. Just it's sometimes you're like, oh, I'm fine. Like it's great. And then there's other moments and you're like, I am not sure if I'm going crazy or not. Like, yeah. What is happening? So it's postpartum is such an, it's an interesting journey for sure. So it's just being there, right? Just okay. being there if someone needs you. I think also this isn't necessarily friends, but like again, being a person with like healing postpartum, I'm all about a physical therapist. So there's like pelvic floor physical therapist. Okay. Uh, Everyone I know who's had babies, I'm like, go see a pelvic floor physical therapist because there's so much that we don't, like we go to the doctor and they're like, yeah, you're healed, go work out. But internally things aren't always healing. And then it's like, you jump into fitness or you again, try to bounce back and you're not fully healed internally. Like then it's going to in the long term impact you. So I really love to like I, I tell everyone, I'm like, go yeah. see one. Like I before Natalie, after Natalie, after Tommy. Like and I it's had no idea. Not that. Yeah, it's it's like it's so hush. Like nobody knows about oh, it. There's so much and, about pregnancy that is so hush that mm-hmm. that could be a whole nother episode. <laughs> That's a whole nother section, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I I like for me, it's like I love to recommend friends to do that just because it's such a game changer in not just feeling confident in yourself in the long-term health, but it's also will help you with your fitness and with yeah. your health in general, because you don't want to injure yourself and then have to rehab. For, yeah. So 
Well, thank you for, for sharing that. And I think that that is personally very helpful. And I think it'll be helpful for a lot of people. So I want to bring this puppy home. I think <laughs> I'd be remiss if I didn't remind everyone you are an Equinox group fitness instructor, an instructor at Rumble Boxing, as well as your own program, Strong with Rachel. How does each kind of support your goal? What is your vision for any of those areas? Um, because I think it's so beautiful that you do all these different things and support people. <laughs> so um, sometimes I don't know. Sometimes I'm just like, <laughs> you know, weighing it. Um, no, I, I think so strong with Rachel is something I started to do at home during COVID. And it really supported me like to be able to do things postpartum and to do my own thing. And I mean, to be honest, Tommy's in class crawling around me half the time. I used <laughs> I'm like, this is great. This is who I am. Welcome to my class. <laughs> but it's nice that I am able to teach and do things that I love. And like, I love fitness and I love what it can bring to people. Right. So Rumble is the first like larger studio I taught for. Um, and I just loved it. Like, it's something that has given me so much energy to like give other people. And it taught me boxing and I have that in itself has changed me. Right. Like yeah. I think boxing is just phenomenal for women and will give you this confidence. You're like, I am a bad bitch. Like, (laughs) but like, you're like, ah, but no, it's, it is, it's amazing. So I like, I love to teach that because I know how it made me feel. And so I want to give that to other people. And then Equinox partially love because they've got a, they got a kid's club and I have children. (laughs) So like, they gotta love that. Um, but it's fun too, because it's something that's different. And I, I love doing things in person and seeing people and it's, it's more of a strength and like hit that I teach. And it's just, it's awesome to be able to meet different people in different areas. And I want to goals running that back. I want to get really more into not just like women's strength, but also like kind of what I was saying, like postnatal, prenatal, all those things. Yeah. Um, I just like, like you said, it's not known as much. Like I love information about women's strength and like postpartum and pregnancy and helping people to get through that time that maybe is a harder time with confidence, with grace and like helping you do it injury-free and like not dealing with things that are not necessary. Right. So kind of goal would be to like grow more in that, in that area and, and do more. Well, I, I see it. I mean, we're manifesting it. I mean, we're bringing it where, I mean, you just like shared so much today from just trying out different fitness areas to taking time to learn about nutrition and what feels good for you and what fuels your body to taking leaps and making small steps, that consistency piece to what fitness can bring to people and that energy it can give you and others around you. Thank you so much for sharing your good news. Anything before we wrap up today? (laughs) No, I think, I think that's, that's really it. Like, you know, find something small, add it, little baby steps. It's going to grow and, you know, it'll in turn lead to more positivity in your life and things rather than that drastic cut or taking something out. It's about like adding something, you know, to Mm. kind of give you what you want. Big, big thanks to Rachel for joining and thanks to you for listening this week. I hope you leave with a new idea or a way to shift your mindset and find some good in your health journey. To help this podcast grow, if you liked, please share and repost, leave a review. 
And please also engage with my Instagram. Come visit me at Katherine Getty and join us next week for another episode of the Your Good News Podcast.